Hi, everyone. Hello. Welcome to the stream. My name is Emily. I'm from Vancouver, Canada, but also lived in London, UK for the last eight years, and currently I'm traveling. I'm streaming to you from the Dominican Republic. So good morning, good afternoon, or good evening, wherever you are today. All right, come say hi in the chat. Let us know where you're from. So far, we have Sarah, Jose Manuel from Spain, Bodok from Ukraine. Come let me know who you are and where you're from. All right, today we are talking about sun safety. So as you can see right now, I have a little bit of a tan. Maybe you could call it a burn a little bit. Um, I've been in the sun a lot lately. And so I have been using plenty of sunscreen um, to make sure I don't get too burned or staying out of the sun um, when it's the strongest. But I've also been out on the water doing a lot. Um, and so that tends to make the sun even stronger. So let's see here. I'm curious to know if you guys uh, also like sunny weather or are you someone who likes it when it's a bit more moody, so foggy? Um, I always actually love uh, uh, time of year in London when it gets foggy in the neighborhood. Um, or is someone who likes when it rains, maybe that feels refreshing for you. Or do you like storms? Um, there's a place on the west coast of Vancouver Island where people go in the winter just to see the incredible storms from the Pacific Ocean. So they like to sit inside, maybe with some hot chocolate, and watch the storms. Or do you like when it snows? You like to go up in the mountains, uh, snowboarding, skiing. What's your preference? I would say for myself, most of the time, I like sunny weather, but I do like when it's when it's snowing up in the mountains as well. It can be really pretty, as long as you have, you know, enough warm clothing to keep, keep warm. Um, it seems like most of you are with me, so most of us like the sunny weather. We've just had a bunch more people join, so please come say hi in the chat. Uh, throughout the stream, if you have any questions for vocabulary, um, questions about what I'm saying, please, please go ahead and let me know. Okay, so we also have David from Mexico, um, Valerie from Russia, and Jose Manuel saying the sun is too strong in summer where he lives. Absolutely, yeah, some places where the sun is particularly strong, um, you have to be even more aware of uh, keeping out of the sun or putting on lots of sunscreen. Okay, lots of people here. Moscow, Germany, Costa Rica, Manchester. I think that's Latvia, Amistad maybe, is it? <laughs> um, and prefer rainy days at home. Cool. And Moldova, Ivory Coast. Great. So most of us do like a sunny day. Um, there's nothing quite like a nice, beautiful blue sky, is there? Cool. All right. Allo from Canada. Also, I am from Canada. Nice to see you here. Okay. So, you know, there's a lot of benefits to getting out in the sun, uh, particularly if you get out in the sun um, an hour in the morning, studies say, it's going to help you sleep better at night. It kind of helps to regulate uh, the melatonin in your body, which is the sleepy, um, sleepy chemical. <laughs> okay, uh, what else does it do? Why do we like sunlight? It produces vitamin D, which promotes good bone health. You want to be strong. 
Uh, it lowers your blood pressure, can prevent various diseases, and it's good for our mental health. So um, <clears throat> there's a form of depression called SAD, S-A-D, Seasonal Affective Disorder. And some people get this if they don't have enough sunlight. Uh, so in places that are really far north, maybe places like Finland or Norway, in the winters when they have very little sunlight, some people will really struggle with this uh, lack of sunlight. Um, and so there's things you can do. I remember one of, my, one of my friends had a special light which would simulate the sun. And so it was like an alarm clock and she would set it and it would simulate a sunrise and make her room really, really bright. And it would help with this seasonal affective disorder. Okay, cool. So we got more people joining here, Thailand, Austria, Moldova, Brazil. Mamacita asking if I speak German. No, I do not speak German. I speak, um, my Spanish is, is decent. I've been in Spanish speaking countries for about the last uh, eight months or so. Um, I speak some Portuguese. I did an exchange in Brazil 10 years ago and I speak some French. Uh, so Canada has two languages as Allo might know. <laughs> so in Canada, we all learn French. Cool. Okay, but, you know, too much of a good thing can be too much. <laughs> and what you need to know about is the UV index, so ultraviolet index. We can't see these, so we need to check the weather report to understand how strong the sun is that day. If it's very low, you might not need any protection, so no sunscreen or anything, but I think even if it's low, it's good to at least put sunscreen on your face every day. As you go up the scale, you're going to need some protection. And when it's very high, so 10 plus, <clears throat> you're going to want to avoid the sun during those strong sun hours of the day. If you're fair skinned like me, um, so this, as I said, this is very much a tan for me right now. Normally, I'm very pale. Um, the most for me would be maybe 10 minutes without sunscreen. Um, otherwise, I will get burned for sure. So for you, you'd have to know your skin type and the UV index to understand what is your risk. <clears throat> and so we talked a bit about everyone likes sunny weather, but which of these would be your ideal holiday or vacation? So in the UK, they tend to say a holiday. In North America, we tend to say vacation. Same thing, same thing. Uh, let's hear what everyone likes to do. So sitting on a beach, you'll definitely need to think about your sun protection then. Climbing a mountain. Um, so a little fact is that as you go to higher elevations, so if you are climbing a mountain above sea level, there's actually a higher um, increase in the UV, ultraviolet exposure. So about 10% increase every thousand feet of elevation. So if you are climbing a mountain, you might think it's a cold day, but uh, at those higher elevations, you really need to protect yourself from the sun. Checking out restaurants. So if these are indoors, then maybe 
you don't need to worry too much about your sun protection um, unless they are outdoor restaurants and partying all night. I think uh, sun protection is not as important, except if your party continues on until the next day. All right, so most of us are saying sitting on a beach and climbing mountains. Um, I myself like to do quite a variety of things. Um, so at the moment, I'm mostly at the beach here in the Dominican Republic. But uh, in the past, past few months, I've been climbing several mountains and volcanoes in Central America. And so definitely thinking about sun protection at all those times. Okay, and so what is one of the worst outcomes that can happen? So skin cancer, or it's also called melanoma. Australia, one of the sunniest places on earth, has one of the highest rates in the world. Um, of course, this is also to do with the fair skin tone of may, many Australians. So you take the strong sun and strong UV index with the fair skin <clears throat> and the increased uh, rate of skin cancer will be there. Um, anything above UV three or higher, as we mentioned before, is going to need some sun protection. And we can't really feel what the UV rate is, so we need to check it. Um, for skin cancer, you want to be checking your body, see if you see any spots like in this picture. And it's really important to speak to your doctor if you notice anything, any changes in your skin. Um, yeah, it's one of, the, one of the more common cancers in the world. So what can you do to protect yourself? So there's the five S's for the SunSmart tips. The first one is to slip on covering clothing. So to slip on is like to put on. So you can buy now shirts, even pants that have UV protection in them. So for example, if I'm out doing some water sports, I would probably put on a long sleeve UV rated shirt to protect from the extra strong sun when you're out on the water. Slop on SPF 30 or more. Um, for myself, I usually would use 45 or 50 on my face where the skin is more sensitive, 30 on the body. Slap on a hat. <laughs> it's just another way to say put on a hat. Um, so you can use these, of course, on land, but there's also special hats you can get that attach on if you're going to be doing water sports. Um, and you want to cover, again, your, your face, facial skin is some of the most sensitive. So you want to look up for that. You want to seek shade. So whether this is from trees or you have a little tent, some sort of covering. Um, so this reduces your radiation, but it will still uh, get to you by uh, reflection. So even if you are in the shade, you still need to use sun protection. And finally, uh, slide on some sunglasses. Um, so your eyes are some of the most, um, most exposed areas and very sensitive as well. Uh, particularly if you're out on the water, again, doing water sports, the reflection from the water can, um, can really hurt your eyes. So you wanna make sure you have good quality sunglasses. Okay. So tell me, do you like the feeling of sun on your skin? Um, 
I think for myself, I like to, I particularly like it if it's a bit windy. Um, so where I am right now, there's quite a bit of wind coming off the sea, so it doesn't get too hot. If it's somewhere where it's too hot and humid, then sometimes it just makes you feel kind of gross. <laughs> so let's see who else we have here. Mount Death, Juan from Venezuela. Hello, welcome. Maggie from Buenos Aires, Olya from Ukraine. Cool. So it's a mix, actually. So yeah, maybe this would depend if you live somewhere where it's sunny all the time and you're like, oh, I just want some refreshing rain sometimes. Um, or you live somewhere very humid, like I was saying. Uh, there's places in Canada, too, where in the summer, it gets very hot and humid, uh, like Toronto, Montreal, it can get up to 40 degrees with humidity. So you're like, very, very hot. Okay. <laughs> and Sue says, I'm like a vampire because I don't like the sun on my skin. Fair enough. Yeah, some people, if you have very sensitive skin too, it can, it's, can be uncomfortable. So absolutely not for everyone. Um, and FX from Sardinia, Italy. Oh, I would love to go to Sardinia. That's on my list. <laughs> and Hema from Valencia. Okay, and so we talked about the different things you can do to protect yourself. One of them is sun cream, as they would call it in the UK, or sunscreen, as we would call it in North America. Um, do you think this can be harmful, though? So can it ever be bad for you? to put on sun cream or sunscreen. What do you think? Let's see what you think. Let's see. <laughs> okay, we have pretty split answers here. So, so when I'm saying harmful, I'm not only talking about yourself, but also the environment. So when you're choosing a sunscreen, there are things to keep in mind. Let's look at that a little bit. So someone already said they don't like the sun on their skin. Maybe it's because they have sensitive skin. So depending on the ingredients, it might irritate your skin, give you uh, a rash. Some chemicals in certain sunscreens can even disrupt your hormones, um, which sounds pretty extreme. Apparently, in the US, a lot of the sunscreens that are approved for sale um, don't meet the European standards for safe ingredients, for instance. So even if it was the same brand um, as something you've used in Europe, if you're in the United States, if you compare the ingredients, there might be some harmful chemicals that have got into that product. Um, so you always want to be checking to see what are the ingredients, are they as natural as possible, and are there uh, what's called physical filters rather than chemical filters. So that's what's keeping the ultraviolet rays out. Another important point is, <clears throat> is that um, we want to protect our reefs. So reefs are kind of the, the coral areas in the ocean where fish live, sharks, turtles, all of our sea life. And if you are using, <clears throat> if you are using sunscreen that has chemicals, uh, then this can be harmful to the reefs and to the marine life. 
So if you're going to be using sunscreen, particularly in the water, it's very important to choose one that is going to be as natural as possible and that ideally it should say reef safe on it, on the bottle. Um, that's extremely important. We need to protect our marine life, which is part of our ecosystem and keeps us all breathing and alive and well. So let me just look in the chat here for a moment. <clears throat> a couple of questions about what harmful means. So harmful means uh, to harm or to hurt. So if something harms you, it hurts you um, or hurts someone else. So sunscreen can be harmful to your body and it can be harmful to marine life. Okay. And someone asking, is it correct to say I was taking some bath sun on the beach? No. So what you would say is, um, I'll put it in the chat here as well. Um, I was sunbathing on the beach, you can say, or you could just say I was tanning on the beach. So sunbathing rather than taking bath sun. Okay, and someone said, yeah, many Canadian people come here to Costa Rica to enjoy the sun. Absolutely. Uh, yeah, whether they're just traveling or lots of retired people move to places like Costa Rica, Panama, Ecuador, Colombia to enjoy, um, enjoy a nice warm climate. And Amistad said he's never seen a reef protected sun cream in Austria. Um, Next time you're at the store, have a look. Uh, if you can't find one, you might want to go to uh, more of like a sports store or have a look online to see if you can find. Again, this is most important if you're going to be using it in the water. If you're just using it outside of the water, um, it's less of an issue. However, it's very important, especially if you're going to somewhere where there's nice marine life, um, to make sure you're not putting chemicals in the water. Okay, so, so that was a bunch of tips for how we can keep safe in the sun, um, how also we can think about not only our own, <clears throat> our own bodies, but the environment when we're protecting ourselves. And I'm curious to know if you have any other tips that we can use to keep safe. So maybe there's something particular you do in your country. Um, okay, one person said drink more water. Absolutely, staying hydrated is extremely important to avoid what can be called sunstroke and also to, it keeps your skin hydrated. Reapply sunscreen. 100%. So usually on the bottle, it'll say how long it will last for, if it's water resistant or waterproof. So I think for a lot of them, it's like every two hours, you need to reapply. So here's some, the person here said reapplicate, but it would be reapply sunscreen. Perfect. Also can get a tan in the shade, 100%, yep. So particularly if you're in the shade 
and you're beside a pool or the sea, the reflection of the UV rays will still get on you. So make sure that you are putting on your sunscreen. Okay, and keep inside the house. Yes, a lot of uh, advice says between the hours of 10 a.m. and 2 p.m., you should try to remain indoors when the sun is usually the strongest. Okay, so there's a question here. Is sunscreen bronceador or bloqueador in Spanish? So bronceador might be something that has... Uh, is probably more like an oil. So it has a lower SPF and um, it might have, yeah, like four or 10 SPF and it might have an oil with carotene in it or uh, coconut oil. So it's to promote more of a tan, but uh, those are more risky to use. If you're gonna use a bronceador or a, a, a kind of a bronze bronzing oil, you would only wanna be in the sun for 20 minutes maybe. A bloqueador would be bl blocking, so like sunblock. That's another way to say it, actually. So sunblock, sunscreen, or sun cream. Whereas bronceador, yeah. Let's see here. Eating vitamins is also very important. Yeah, totally. I think being healthy in general, taking care of your body, um, being hydrated. Sour cream, someone said. Hmm, that's interesting. I have not heard about sour cream to keep sun safe, but I guess if you put enough enough sour cream on your body, then it could keep you safe. Um, that's an interesting one. I don't know, but I don't know about that one. Tell us, tell us more about that, Bodak, in the in the chat. Um, someone asking, what do I think about vegetarian or organic sunscreen? Um, to be honest, I'm not an expert on this um i would i just try to look for ingredients that are more natural and that say that it's reef safe um so protecting that marine life but yes if it's within your budget sometimes it can cost a lot more for these kind of more fancy sun creams but if it's in your budget or if you will be going in the ocean then i think it's worth uh keeping in mind that it's going to be kind of a safe sun cream Cool. All right. Well, I think we've had some really good ideas here today. So thank you so much for joining. Um, if you are interested in doing one-to-one -one lessons, Chatterbug has a website where you can book these with myself or other tutors. Um, we go through different activities and we can also talk about any topic that interests you. So I'll leave a link here in the chat. If you want to <clears throat> want to go have a look and come join me for a one-to-one -one lesson, I would love to chat with you more. So that was today all about sun safety. I hope that you're enjoying summer, if it's summer where you are, or someone said they're from Buenos Aires, so maybe it's, it's a bit colder there at the moment. Um, it was nice to see you all and I will see you again soon. Take care. Bye.